Hello, and welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy, and today we have a slightly different offering for your listening. One of the best things about Illinois Realtors is how we truly do represent the entire state. We do this through our second-to-none governmental affairs directors, or GADs. Your GADs are located all over the state to make sure there is always a voice for real estate where our members need it. With that in mind, we wanted to take some time today to hear directly from some of the GADs about what is happening in their parts of the state. First is Tom Benedetto, the Director of Local Advocacy, talking about the Chicago Transfer Tax. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. First, I should say I'm so happy to be highlighting all the work our local government affairs directors are doing on this week's podcast. This is such a hardworking passionate team of GADs at Illinois Realtors. So a shout out to each of them who are working so diligently on behalf of those listening to this podcast. And take it from me, the GADs are everywhere using every tool in their toolbox to ensure local real estate markets are free of overburdensome regulations and ripe for sales. So let's get into it. First and foremost, Chicago has a real estate transfer tax imposed when titled real estate property is transferred within the city. New Mayor Brandon Johnson campaigned in support of an initiative called Bring Chicago Home. The aim of Bring Chicago Home advocates is to increase the transfer tax, the portion of buyer pays, and use that money to fund more homelessness services. Now, of course, realtors recognize the sense of urgency in providing shelter to unhoused individuals and families. There's no question. We've historically been at the table providing insight into this issue and pushing for more comprehensive approaches to get people off the streets. But homelessness is a very complex social issue. And I can truly say that the Chicago real estate industry wants to collaborate to improve the situation. In fact, I can't emphasize our willingness to work on this issue enough. So that's the context here. But the way the new administration has negotiated on the issue and structured the tax increase itself is absolutely going to prove catastrophic in both the near and distant future. And that's going to outweigh any benefits that additional homelessness services are going to have because the real estate market is in a downturn. Let's really break it down. So obviously, that's the elephant in the room in conversations thus far. Real estate market is really struggling. But Also, the administration's proposal is going to make housing more expensive, indirectly causing property taxes to rise. And then if you combine those rising interest rates, increased building costs, property taxes being expensive as they are, the transfer tax increase as proposed is by no means a silver bullet. Not to mention it's going to make builders less likely to build more housing in Chicago, which, of course, drives down prices and is one of our, our major foundational goals of, of all of our policy work. So so let me give you a rundown of where we are in the process right now. The city must first pass an ordinance carrying a referendum question. They need 26 aldermen to vote yes on that, out of 50 total aldermen. And if that happens, then the voters must vote to increase the tax in March at the ballot box. This gives our team two chances to defeat a tax increase. In fact, our state advocacy team back in the 1990s, shout out to the great Greg St. Aubin and company, are responsible for passing the original state bill that required a referendum to increase a transfer tax. So our past work is helping us in the present, which is not only satisfying, but it, of course, has given us a lot more leverage. So we are pulling out all the stops. We've met with the administration multiple times to try to find a policy compromise that addresses our concerns. We've executed a full-scale member call for action. 
performed outreach to homeowners who are going to see their taxes go up. We've polled voters on their opinions of the tax increase. We've helped organize an industry coalition of business and real estate groups, published opinion pieces in the press, sat down with aldermen across from our members, trying to lay out our position and much, much more. Our government affairs director in Chicago, Adrienne Morawski, want to give her a shout out. She's been working overtime trying to defeat this proposal on the council floor. And we think we could pull that off, get to those 26 votes and avoid a referendum altogether. With the caveat, of course, that anything can happen with a new mayor. One thing that's for certain is we expect the vote to take place very soon. So if you have a personal or business address in Chicago, please take action today. Call for action truly only takes a minute and your voice needs to be heard on this issue. Overall, I think the transfer tax issue in Chicago really shows how government affairs directors are able to use all of the tools in the toolbox if they have to. Chicago's mayoral administration is new, but they're realizing, like so many others across the state are realizing, that you can't craft housing policy locally without consulting with the experts, and that's Illinois Realtors. Next up is Neely Erickson, breaking down the new City of Rockford property tax rebate program. An intergovernmental agreement for a three-year property tax rebate program passed for newly built residential construction for not just single family, but also condos, duplexes, townhomes, and multifamily structures that are located in the city of Rockford and Rockford Public School District 205. Also, the city agreed to waive additional fees surrounding housing construction and permitting to help boost development along. The rebate program is phenomenal because the property tax rebate component is an estimated savings of 72% of the property tax bill. That includes the city of Rockford's portion and the biggest monster of them all, school districts. The property owner still pays the standard property tax bill so they understand the weight of that obligation, but then at the end of each year, they will receive a check for the lump sum rebate amount. What's important to note in all of this is that housing affordability wouldn't be possible for all in this intergovernmental agreement if it wasn't for Realtor advocacy. So at the city council, there was lengthy debate about the new construction incentive being applicable to rental structures of two or more units. A few council members wanted to focus solely on a home ownership incentive. And that's where I am so proud of my Northwest Illinois Alliance of Realtor members and that we relentlessly advocated together to protect the incentive for new construction rentals and multifamily structures. We wrote letters to elected officials. We sat down and spoke with them to better educate on the housing needs of the community. And we reinforced not just with our market data, but evidence from their own comprehensive plan. Realtors highlighted that the price for new construction in the region averages about $230 per square foot. This makes new construction a home ownership of only single family housing financially unattainable for many. Therefore, it was vitally important they consider different styles of construction to offer more affordable home ownership opportunities and workforce rental choices. 
While the Rockford region is still one of the most affordable housing markets across Illinois, and I just have to say that this is strongly marketed to businesses and industry looking to expand about how affordable a housing market is, but we had to firmly point out that housing has to meet the needs from the executive to the entry-level worker. Otherwise, employers cannot choose Rockford. We needed to remind them that homes are where employees go at night. Before the housing crisis, Rockford on average built 225 single-family homes. There were only 17 built last year, along with six two-family homes. So in the industry, we understand that we have the perfect storm right now. We have escalated costs in material and labor, restrictive zoning, high interest rates, and all of this is stacking the deck against working families and individuals. And that's where realtors have to advocate to help elected officials and understand that the American dream is not just about home ownership. It's about housing security. And protecting the incentive for rental development was a significant component in the intergovernmental agreement for the economic development of Rockford and housing affordability for all. And finally, Ron Diedrich comments on housing affordability in the southern part of the state. Housing affordability and the lack of inventory are the two largest issues that are facing our realtor members across the state of Illinois. As a result, we are taking a proactive step to work with industry partners across southwestern Illinois to hopefully find a local solution to this national problem. In conjunction with our partners, we're beginning a housing affordability study that specifically looks at the footprint of Scott Air Force Base. For those of our members that are not from southwestern Illinois, Scott Air Force Base is one of the largest Air Force installations in the nation and is home to U.S. Transcom, which is responsible for airlifting uh, personnel in and out of any nation across the world and essentially making, making our armed forces move around the world. With that, Scott's economic footprint is huge. As a result, our members are often marketing to military families, young service personnel that are uh, matriculating in and out of the service, and those that uh, are choosing to retire in our area. And so we need to figure out how we can offer the most diverse array of housing for those military families. Whether that means asking the question of we need more multifamily units, more transitional housing, whether that be a condo, a duplex, a villa, a uh, facility for uh, those that are retiring that may be in their 50s or early 60s. It's, it's those variety of doors that we're hopefully trying to get an answer for because we know that, again, that housing affordability is a national problem, but it's got those local solutions. And so in looking at this housing affordability study that we're engaging, we're also trying to not just answer the diversity of doors that are needed in order to maintain housing affordability and keep our cost of living relatively low in comparison to the peer military installations, whether that be east or the west coast, but also ask eventually what policies can hopefully our local city, village, and county governments enact that make those doors available and quicker? Whether that be offering tax incentives for developers or maybe 
lowering the cost of tap-on fees or maybe looking at the inspection processes in some of these municipalities. We hopefully this study will answer some of those questions. Again, we're at the beginning phases, but we're looking forward to taking a look at this and challenge and getting some answers to some of those most pressing questions that face our members. The study is thankfully funded by an NAR Issues Mobilization Grant, as well as an Illinois Realtor, Our Voice Funds. So stay tuned, more to come. We want to thank Tom, Neely, and Ron for joining us today and for all the GADs in their work throughout Illinois. For more information from the GADs, you can visit www.illinoisrealtors.org. Thank you for listening to the latest issue of the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. As always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more info, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.